Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. If you have teens or preteens, those kids may act like they don't care what you have to say or what you think, but don't be fooled. They're paying attention and they long for your approval. I'm John Fuller with Danny Huerta, who leads our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, I think some of us as parents tend to give our kids more criticism than affirmation. It's easy to point out the things that they're not doing right. Give us some ideas here at the beginning of this episode. How can we be more intentional about affirming our kids? It is about intentionality, John, and pausing and noticing those those specific things that are true to your teen. It takes knowing them. It's easy to see things that are not doing well and to gauge where they're doing well and, and point it out. It's, it's an accurate assessment of their true abilities. Teens love genuine feedback. And so if you're just giving empty praise, they're, they're going to ignore the empty praise. Oh, you're good at that, good at that. Oh, good smile. It, it's truly giving them feedback as to who they are as teens, what's truly good about them, and pointing it out. Uh, and not always about their performance. They do want uh, true affirmation of their sense of belonging, their sense of worth, and their sense of competence. Those are three important buckets to a teen. And so what are they truly good at? Maybe they're not as good at something. That's okay. There's nothing bad with that. And we've talked about that in our house. It's okay to be bad at something, and and that gives you plenty of room to learn it and grow if you want to, right? (laughs) If you're already good at something, it's going to get boring fast. And then your sense of worth, I would die for you, and I want you to understand that. I would stand in front of a bullet and give up my life for you because I love you that much. And then the other one is a sense of belonging. This is your family, and you can be you here and giving them that reassurance. One of the things we do, as we've talked about in the show before, are chalk markers in our home where you write truths about that child in the mirror. That's where we get many of our lies. And for teens especially, I don't look good enough. I don't, I'm, I'm not tall enough. My hair's not nice enough. All the not enoughs. And so this is where you get to put a circle right where they're going to see themselves and then write truths about who they truly are. Hey, mm-hmm. your smile's amazing. And you're giving them that feedback so that they can begin to reflect that way in the mirror, and then uh, you'll see probably start seeing some markings on your mirror about truths about you as a parent. I like it. That's a good idea. Well, let's go ahead and turn now to a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Kara Powell. She's a great guest and offered some creative ideas for really connecting with your teen. Uh, let's describe the withing strategy. What does it mean? What is withing? And then how does that express itself? Yeah. Yeah. So if adulting is a young person's interaction with the world and their future, withing is a young person's interaction with the family and how in the midst of a young person growing from dependence to independence, what we ultimately want for that young person in our family relationships is interdependence. Mm. And so as they're maybe pushing away from us a little bit, how do we maintain a sense of constancy and unconditional love so that when they're ready to come back, 
they know that they can come back to us. And that's hard as a parent of a teenager or young adult, because sometimes when our kids kick away from us, and I talk about this in the book, sometimes when our kids and when my kids have, have moved away from me in developmentally appropriate ways, in ways they should be at age 15 or age 20, sometimes when my kids have pushed away from me, that can leave me feeling bruised and insecure, yeah, I, even angry. Yeah. Uh, and leave me feeling like they're not being grateful or whatever it might be. And so sometimes I react because it, it triggers my issues mm-hmm. and I might move away from them. And, and honestly, that's one of the worst things we can do as a parent. Yeah. So, you know, what we talk about with Withing is how do we maintain that sense of constant, unconditional love so that when our kids are ready to swim back to us, we're that stable wall. Well, and you had a great example of that with someone named Nora in the book where uh, she found a way to connect with her son, but it was kind of unexpected and she had to go out of her normal routine to do it. It wasn't something she wanted to do. Explain what happened. Absolutely. We hear from parents all the time that they want to spend time with their kids, but their kids don't want to spend time with them. Are you serious? Yeah. I've never heard. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Every once in a while, Jim, believe it or not, it happens. Um, and so, you know, we as parents, we end up kind of feeling like we're chasing after our kids a little bit. And our and Nora was this one parent um, who had a 17 year old son, and she said, you know, I, I asked my son, do you want to go out to eat? And he says, no. I said, do you want to go out to shopping? He says, no, even more strongly. But she said, I have figured out what my son loves. He loves movies. Um, and so she said, I have become a student of movies. Yeah. And that is what my son will do with me. I will go to him and I'll say, you know, do you want to see such and such a movie? Um, And that is when he says yes, when I ask him if he wants Mm. to spend time. And this wise mom, because her best conversations are in the car, usually after the movie, this wise mom, she chooses movie theaters that are uh, geographically further away than need be just to get that extra like 10 minutes in the car with her 17 year old, because those are some of the best conversations she has. Now, she doesn't like to study directors and film genres and actors. And I mean, that's not what she wants to do. She doesn't like that per se, but she's crazy about her son. And so that's how she's withing. That's how she's growing with her learner in this high school season. Well, and a controversial one. I I know for us, you know, our boys on the weekend, they'll play some games on the gaming, the monitors and all that. Up until recently, I really haven't engaged much with that because I'm doing my own thing. Sure. I just last night for the first time I really got into it with them. I was pathetic at it. Yeah. They, they always were howling. They loved it yeah. so much. Well, and I think Jim, that's a wonderful example because even the fact that they're better than you, a lot better, some, a lot better, like <laughs> I mean, exponentially I'm really bad. <laughs> better than you at that. But even that dynamic is a wonderful dynamic, yeah. and, and parents find that a lot when you lean into your kids' expertise and your kids kind of the master at something oh, yeah. and teaching you. That that's a wonderful flip, and that, and then that makes them more receptive when you end up back in a teacher role because oh, yeah. they've been in the teacher role with you. So it's I love fun. that you did that. Well, last this morning, night. I mean, it's funny because Trent, the first thing he said to me this morning was, "That was so fun watching you fail." <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. good, I guess. He yeah. enjoyed it. I didn't. We've had it. I've had it so bad that my son tries to let me win. I can tell. It's sort of like we're not even halfway through like a, a football game. And he'll be running the wrong direction. Right. He'll be throwing yeah, bad passes. Exactly. It's like, it's exactly you can right. do it, Dad. Come on. You know, it can be really challenging to connect with a teen as they're trying to prove their independence. Uh, Denny, uh, what other additional ideas do you have beyond what we heard from Kara about 
really dialing in and connecting with kids in that, especially 13 to 15-year-old range? It's the bids for connection. You're stepping into their world and learning about what they're interested in and challenging yourself. You may learn uh, about something new. My daughter has asked me to join her in a parkour class. I'm not doing that. Parkour she, being? Parkour being the, uh, the super um, flexible but uh, uh, extreme type of I don't even know how to explain it, John. I, I, I kind you of, do flips. I, you do yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's kind of gymnastics off of walls and yeah. buildings and things. It's right? hard to even explain yeah. here on the air, you know, John, but it's We'll, it's we'll bad. catch video just, of you and we'll post that later. It's not going to work out well, yeah. <laughs> so I said no to that, but I go watch oh, okay. her, take interest in that. She's wanted me, to, wanted me to take on some of the silks moves she does, acrobatic silks. Don't do that, but I take interest in what she's learning. And in the car ride, I'll ask her about that about her world, and one-on-ones are great for teens. Even if they say, no, I don't want to do it, you're bidding for that connection and being consistent with it Mm -hmm. and showing that you're excited. It's not just marking it off your list because you heard on the podcast or somewhere else. It's, I want to spend time with you. Even if you're in a bad mood, I, I want to be with you. Having those walks together, maybe a dinner time together. Sometimes uh, some families use a journal idea where you write, you, you each have a journal in your spot and you write uh, notes to one another and uh, maybe quotes as well that will hit that person, especially for girls. That's mm-hmm. the most, uh, they like that. My son loves when I play basketball with him. So just be creative. Make a list with your teen. What are they into? What would they love to do with you? And then be intentional about following through on that. Yeah, yeah. And there are some pain points along the way, perhaps, like uh, one of my sons was, uh, we're in the car and he's like, Dad, listen to this song. And I mean, 15 seconds in, I've had enough. And he wants to keep playing the song. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't like this genre of music. I don't like this artist. I don't like the message. But I'm still going to listen along because, uh, you know, to use your term, he's doing a bid for connection Mm -hmm. or he shows me a picture of something he wants to buy. It's like, are you kidding me? But I can't say that. I just need to say, oh, well, yeah, I guess if you wanted to spend your money on that, you could do that. It, Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I'm all in and I'm buying everything that he's selling, so to speak, but it does mean I'm realizing he wants to have a relationship here. Yeah, and a great question is, what do you love about that? Yes. Yeah, what, do you, what is that you love about that thing you want to buy, or what do you love about this music? And I want to understand. That's it. what I've asked him. It's like, you know, son, I don't know exactly what it is that you like about this. Tell me. You yeah. know, is it the beat, the lyrics? Oh, yeah. It's the standard old, I don't listen to the words, I just like the beat or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, asking questions is really a good way to not um, shut them down or make them feel judged, I guess. Right, and, and making sure you don't go to sarcasm because it's easy to do that with teens, very easy to do that when you see the uh, the lack of rational thought behind some of the, the things they're, they're wanting to get into. Go to the deeper need. So what is this, does this help you feel more a part of mm-hmm. the other teenage culture that you're in? Does it make you feel more sense of worth, more power? And, and you're going to the deeper thing, and and you're helping your child go into their thought bubbles. I love to ask some of the, the the teens in my house and their friends, "Hey, tell me a little bit about your thought bubbles. What what thought themes do you get in your thought bubble mm-hmm. world?" And they they know thought bubbles because of cartoons and things like that, and they can relate to that. Yeah, show interest in what they're thinking about. And for my kids, sometimes I've said, "Hey, I'll give you a quarter 
for that thought because I see you're you're in a deep thought, and I, I want to know that one. Wow, here's inflation. a quarter. You inflation went for from your thoughts. That now it's a quarter for it's your an important thoughts. thought I want to know about. So they they love that yeah. when I pop that out sometimes. Well, cool. Um, I'm going to have to figure out a way to get you to open your wallet next time I have a deep thought. So. <laughs> hey, so for more helpful advice on the teen years, there's uh, this great book that Dr. Kara Powell has written. Uh, her co-author, Dr. Stephen Argue, it's called Growing With Every Parent's Guide to Helping Teenagers and Young Adults Thrive in Their Faith, Family, and Future. And we've got copies of that here at the ministry. Uh, if you can make a donation of any amount uh, to Focus on the Family today to help us as we reach around the world and help parents uh, with a variety of challenges and issues, we're going to say thank you by sending not just the book, but also a CD of our conversation, the entire uh, discussion with Dr. Powell. So donate today, and we'll send the book and CD out to you. You can do so at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast, or when you call 800, the letter A in the word family. And when you're on the website, be sure to look for other resources. We've got our free parenting assessment, which is a really wonderful tool to help you discover what you're doing well and maybe an area or two to target for growth. And we'll link to the assessment in the show notes. Next time, some important do's and don'ts in discipline. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. <music>